Hello, welcome to Spro Offcast, the English language for Offcast, but no podcast that nobody asked for. My name's David. And I have two working days till 2021. Brilliant. Only to, really? Because I've taken fuck up, because normally yes. I take all these days watching Zbrojovka, right, in far-flung places. That's true. I've had no reason to go anywhere, so I have, I'm off till Tuesday, I have Wednesday, Thursday, and then that's me until like the 2nd of January. I've got Friday off, then I'm in Monday, Wednesday, and then that's me as well. So if you'd like pints that are in the Bruno area. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And provided that we're not locked down again, then please, you know, yeah. help your boy on Twitter. You know where to come. Um, it's been a long day, hasn't it, David? It has been a long day. Um, there will be a special episode, because there has been a long day, following in about a week after I release this, which will be less than a week, depending on when you listen to it. But that was a thing. I understood. <laughs> I understand. So look out for that. It's a good one. It is a good one. Uh, but today, we've got a lot to get through. We've got uh, two games that we played, Slavia and Ciska Vidjevica. Two previews as well. Yeah, two previews. Uh, Pardubica and Slovatsko. Mm-hmm. Two uh, very big games coming actually, up. Actually getting the Slovatsko <laughs> one. Yes. Rather yes. than, you know, the last ill effort that was done with that. Yeah, we've got uh, a railway station jingle. Even though we weren't technically in Prague, the team were. So we've got a railway station jingle for that. We've got Hots or Nots and we've got Beer of the Podcast. So, yeah, that's all good. And we are going to begin by talking about those Pragas, them Pragas, after this thing. So off we popped to Prague. Off they popped uh, to Prague. Off they popped to Prague, yeah. at home. Yeah, we, didn't, we watched it on O2 Sport, who actually deemed to finish the game this time, which was quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah, they've not been doing this. Um, did you actually see that, uh, I think it was like last night, it was, um, uh, I think it was either Slovan or um, another team in blue um, playing, and they, after an hour, just decided to stop the game entirely. That was Paris Saint-Germain. Good, very good, very good. Um, anyway, yes, um, <laughs> topical. So the team went to Prague. Topical. We watched on telly. We did, and uh, by golly, I wish I was in Prague. Yes, <laughs> by golly, we we got a one-one draw. Yeah, incredibly unexpected because, as we said uh, the previous episode, we are not good away yes. in Prague. After the, after the incredibly pessimistic preview of the game, yeah, we came out swinging and we saw some real fight from the boys. Yeah, um, it was a very good counter-attacking performance. Slavia had a lot of the ball, didn't do an awful lot with it. Um, the first half, we we came out looking lively. The first 10 minutes, we were pretty good. Prichistar miss, misses an absolute mm-hmm. diamond of a chance, hits the post uh, with it. Uh, Hladik, um, when he comes on for uh, Mr. Reiter, I believe, uh, has a, um, a good impact, as he did in Pulzeng. Hladik was a nuisance. Um, and have you noticed that we seem to have got a result every single time Hladik has been subbed on in the first half? <laughs> yeah. that's Hopefully that's going to become a thing yeah. that we can uh, keep drawing on but I mean the one way that I would probably um, sum up large spells of the game was controlled yes um, similar to away to Yablonets again they were sort of sort of jabbing but never landed you know Mm -hmm. managed to land a a sort of heavy punch on us we Mm -hmm. we rode our luck a little bit but that's to be expected you know you're playing away to a far bigger team and Mm -hmm. 
But um, well, certainly not the most attacking performance you've seen from Zbrojovka. You know, really, besides from the the chances, um, you know, so the first half and a couple of sort of flurries up front. Um, I mean, particularly the second half, for example, mm. it was mostly sort of trying to keep um, keep Slavia at arm's length. Yeah, I think they identified a couple of weaknesses quite early on in the first half. Like uh, Floda went through a period of basically trying to land the ball from goal kicks on Traore's head because he was incredibly sloppy. Mm-hmm. The first half, giving the ball away, uh, directly led to one of our chances early on. He just he he looked very lackadaisical. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a relatively intelligent performance, I think, all round. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were actually looking good for a point until sort of about 15 minutes from the end. Mm-hmm. Odd when, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, do you want to know um, really annoying about this um, about that particular goal? Go on. Was not actually the goal itself. What was actually what I was trying to do was buy KFC with benefit points and get it <laughs> delivered, and they didn't do it correctly. And they were like, "Your order is here at the KFC. You have ten minutes to pick it up in person." I was like, "Fuck!" So I had to go down the road, pick it up, and I was like refreshing the score on the train. And then it was like I was sort of at Grohova, and then it was sort of like one 0 and then you sort of go. Well, that's that, isn't yeah. it? You know, but maybe you could tell the listeners what the goal was like. It was a really poor goal, actually. It was a very poor goal to give away. Um, Gajic beaten far too easily yeah. in the air. Like he, he, he's, he either misjudges his jump or just d- doesn't leave the ground at all. Mm-hmm. Really, I can't remember who scored. Was it Olienka or Stanchu? I can't remember. But yeah, um, anyway, it was. Um, it wasn't Sima, was it? I, I don't know. Like it's it 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 escapes me. Right, we should really anyway, know because it's a podcast yeah. about the game. But anyway, it was a very very poor goal to give away when we looked like we were at where we had basically got the measure of them. Mm-hmm. And a cross comes in um, from um, fairly deep, uh, comes over. Uh, Gaich doesn't really jump for it or misjudges him. It was Abdullah Sima. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, Sima. Uh, who had come on. I assume he didn't start, I don't think. Um, so, yeah, he gets up above Gajic, and it's one of those headers that's just awful because it goes up and it just drops over Floda. Floda's yeah. clawing backwards into fresh air at it, and it just plops over the goal line under the bar, and it's just... Ugh. And it just seemed like... Ugh. Well, that's it then. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, we've done so well and a sloppy goal is going to undo us again. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't. Boy. Oh, uh, boy. I, I believe, um, correct me if I'm wrong, David, but this was our only corner kick of the uh, Only game. corner of the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, Jakob Schural. Woof. Mm-hmm. Never been his biggest fan, but, you mm-hmm. know, he can... Have my children anytime. Defensively terrible. <laughs> defensively terrible from Slavia. A real uh, switch off moment where um, Shural is absolutely just by himself at the back post, mm-hmm. which is a really dangerous. He uh, just floats over everyone. Yeah, it, really, really? Da- dangerous. I think it's Stepanovsky with the uh, corner kick yep. as well. Um, goes. Stepanovsky likes for it to go deep quite often. Um, I think in a if lot. If he of can the get corners, it past the first man, it will go yeah, deep. Yeah, that's the thing. And like, really, when you have. Um, you know, obviously he finishes it. He finishes at feet, but like, if you have a player of that height at the back of the post, you know, like, and you're just completely unmarked there, like, yeah. he has time to properly bring it down, control it, and then just yeah. slot it home. So, like, 
Slavia will be absolutely raging um, about conceding that goal, and that's why it is doubly delicious. Yeah. So exactly, um, yeah. I did have to. Um, obviously, I did a deal with the devil for that goal, though. Are you going to be honouring that deal? I think I will. Um, for those who don't follow us on Twitter, I um, about five minutes before that goal was scored. I tweeted that if Slavia let us get a draw, then I would not make any more jokes about how they're basically um, a bunch of plastics who are just West Ham fanboys. And I will have to stay good to that promise, I think. Doesn't mean I have to. No, not at all. Please, David, <laughs> right, good. Uh, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> uh, bit, I, I, will, I will take over this then, I guess, from Yeah, you're going to have onwards. to. Yeah. Like me, and, uh, me and Ben were in the pub on Saturday when um, West Ham were playing, and then we were just checking the scores every so often, and Socek just scored for West Ham, and then we were like, I bet within five minutes of that, Slavia Prague have um, uh, tweeted something about it. Two and a half minutes <laughs> took them. <laughs> They're getting good, you know. Getting yeah, good. Efficient. Yeah. Yeah, efficient like our corners. Yeah, that, well, so, corner. Mean, in you know, that game. Love, love coming back from London with a point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right, I said and stop. Right. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think that's all that needs saying about that. It was a. It was a. It was a. Character. It was a fantastic. Yeah, really well done. A- again, similar to the Yablonets game. Mm-hmm. Confident. And, yeah, character. Of course, it was like, good. I. I mean, that was you know sort of that was, you know. Continuing an unbeaten run as well. I mean, obviously, we're very disappointed at the result uh, against Tribram, but that was, you know, that's run three games haven't lost. Mm-hmm. So that's really exactly what you want going into a game with a team that's absolutely slap bang in form. Yeah. Um, which we will talk about after a brief return of railway station jingles. Oh, good. It's kind been of a while. Yeah. Hasn't it? Let's have a bit of tunage between this and that. There are a number of railway stations in Prague. The main railway station generally tends to play a bit of Bedrich Smetana, uh, and it's uh, Vyshehrad, because that's a very Prague-specific thing, which we have had on the pod before. But some of the outlying stations, they take as their tune another bit of Smetana. He is the Czech national composer, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they use uh, Voltava, which is the river that runs through uh, Prague, and is one of his absolute masterpieces. It, it's one of those things that even if you don't really know or listen to a lot of classical music, you you might very well know this. The kind of opening section, I don't know the technical terms, but like like his kind of Voltaire symphony, it runs for, it's, it's in six parts, I think, and the opening part is the most famous. And it's supposed to reflect the kind of um, sort of river. Uh, well, yes, the river, but you know the sort of meandering glory of the Voltava under you know under under the light of a you know a rising dawn, etc. And it's 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 one of the most beautiful pieces of music I think that this country has ever produced. It's it's just it's it's just beautiful. Uh, you were going to say something sarcastic, weren't you? I was going to say, who did it better, Viltava or Bruce Springsteen's seminal The River? But they're quite different things, I would say. Yeah. But 
Thanks for very good. Reducing yeah, that to absolute flippancy, but never mind. Um, so um, here's how the railway station jingle sounds. No, joke lols. The jokes. Bo- the boss. David. The boss. No, this is how the railway station jingle sounds. Old Moldau. Yes, yeah. it was a song. Wait, it, Would you call it a song? I mean, do you call class piece? It's a piece. It's a piece. Yeah, it's a yeah. piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very lovely piece. One of my one of my favorite pieces. Very like you're more of the classical musician, I think. I mean, I I listen to a lot of you classical. Dabble. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I like the you know sort of the sort of you know romantic period of music. Mm-hmm. It's very, very yeah. nice. So yeah, so. Um, what do you fancy next? Fear of the podcast or hot or not? Um, let's have. You know what? Because what? we've got, um, because we've got, um, still got a preview, and we've still got oh, yeah. two should things we... to do. We should talk a little bit about Cheska Budiavitsa and then have a beer. And then that's let's a good go idea. Nice, yeah. Uh, okay. Bits. Yeah. Okay. Let's get the, let's get Chebe over with. <laughs> yeah. Let's. So this thing happened. We played Cheska Budiavitsa at home. We did. Uh, they were in very good form. Yes. We were, as you said, un- unbeaten three. Mm-hmm. So we saw this as quite a quite a big game, maybe a chance to get one over on somebody who should be sort of our level. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't work out that way. Two goals down in 15 minutes, was it? Yeah. Yeah. First half was not great. No. Um... I think they scored on about seven minutes, something like that. They're about. Uh, Patrick Branner um, beating the highest of high lines. I mean, it looked offside. I mean, I guess it wasn't. Yeah, that was the thing. Um, People started posting stills, which always shows you that something's probably correct if they do that, because no one who ever takes these photos of like live feeds and stuff like that has any idea about these things because, like, the angle that you're watching it in the camera yeah. is not actually the angle of the line. Yeah. So, um, also, you can't see quite a lot of the pitch. Yeah, I thought so. it was offside when I first saw it, and then I saw the actual stills, and it looked to me on. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, they've, they've done a disservice. I mean, 
Brandner runs through, but just everyone's lost him, and he slides the slowest shot you will ever see. Doesn't need much pace on it; just needs to be placed. Yeah, uh, it just needs to reach. be under Floda. Yeah, and it and there it was, and it and it trickled over the line. Yeah, and but at that point, my hangover intensified. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, yeah, as you said, within fifteen minutes, it was two across uh, from the right. Uh, Mick Van Buren attacks it. It comes off the post. Could have gone anywhere. Unfortunately, comes right to the feet of Brantner standing yeah. on the far post, who taps it home from a yard, if that, which just yeah, yeah, it's ruinous, just, just sloppy as well. Yeah, like the 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 first forty five was just really bad in a lot of ways, um, and really, you know, there's not actually too much to say about it than probably just that it was sort of fair enough, and then you're almost starting to think, well. Um, you know, already thinking to the next game, which is very dangerous to do. But I mean, the one thing that you would say is that in the second half, we just looked so much better. And I thought we were the better team in the second half, despite what actually unfolded. Yeah, we. it was one of those that that gives you a horrendous amount of false hope because on about sort of 52 minutes or something like that, like okay. fairly early on, Rusek scores with a lovely, lovely really nice header, header, isn't it? Um, comes over, it's from about eight or nine Yards gets up well, fires yeah. it over the top of Jobney in the mm-hmm. uh, Che Bay goal, and then you think, you know what, mm-hmm. this might be on. Yeah, and then it just turns out that you know you're then playing pretty much against um, a team of ten men and a goalkeeper who has octopus arms. Yeah, like in the previous episode, we sort of took the piss out of um, Yannick Jobny because he's like 42 or something. Yeah. But there's a reason he had like a 10-year career at Hamburg, you know. We just, I mean... Like, <laughs> it's very, in fact, I'm going to say we got no change out of Jobny. Hey! hey. You well, see, we, I can pun yeah. across the languages. We always bang on about Zborovka not making chances, right? Zborovka fucking made chances. <laughs> yeah. but, and I don't really think it's really any of the team's fault for not converting this time. Yeah. The boy was just fucking unbelievable and to yeah. the point where you're just like oh for fuck's sake like everything just comes you know plucked yeah. out of the get your AR, fat ass out of the way like this, let us have one and for a guy who just looks so immobile how does this happen I mean, you know like early in the first half you remember his his goal kicks we were thinking he's going to have to have them taken by the centre mm. half here he was so Sunday league early on boy but <laughs> boy were we wrong <laughs> yeah it was I, I mean so I mean you get some positives in the second half um, as our special guest um, said, um, of course, in, in, in the podcast that will be coming out next week, um, That's right. it's, it's, you know, it's not good enough to start playing like that when you're, you know, two or one goals down with the pressure sort of off. Yeah. And that, that, that's the only thing. Um, and obviously, we, you know, the Paclotnik came close. There was, you know, a couple of other chances. And it was just, you know, sort of right at the death because we were playing so open, trying to get that goal that it just, you know, uh, it was game over. Yeah, um, uh, we went three one down in the ninetieth minute. Chavosh um, uh, hurtles up the right hand side, and it's a it's a decent finish yeah. actually. I mean, he's got no one really near him because we're all back up the other end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was again in a way it was sort of like after the first half, the second half started so brightly. It was the hope that killed it really. Mm-hmm. Like we were, yeah. If it wasn't for Jobney. We looked like getting something from that, and then three one on ninety seems slightly unfair. But you can't say we didn't deserve to yeah. not get anything from it, really. Yeah, bit of a kick in the teeth, but hey, yes. you know, 
Hashtag, we go again. Fist emoji, fist emoji, yeah, fire, and, fire, And we're going to have to go again because we are playing two uh, two games in short shrift as well. Yeah. Um, coming up, we have a Saturday game and then a Wednesday game at the unbelievable time of 2pm. So Yeah. Um, on the only day, on the only like on one of the only days next week where I'm in work as well, <laughs> love it. Yeah. Uh, so back to the question: hot or not or beers? You said beer of the podcast. I uh, let's have a beer. It feels like right. a day. We've been speaking a lot today, and I think we deserve a beer because we have absolutely yeah. not been drinking beers during this because no. we're professionals. Care to whet your whistle, Marcus? I'd rather spit in your face, but seeing as I haven't got any spit. Back after this. Through the podcast. Man, you really are trying to get through this as fast as possible. Not necessarily, but and I coming just, up next, I we've got really, or not. <laughs> I just couldn't really think of anything to do. That um, previous reference, the uh, wet your whistle, that was uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade reference for you there. Hope uh, you enjoyed that. I'll add that to the, my list of films um, to watch that I never ever will. Okay. Well, today on Beer of the Podcast, we have Clenot's Irish Stout. It looks stouty. It does look stouty. I've poured you more than mine because even just the briefest whiff that I got after opening the bottle, I know I'm going to be very upset. Yes, this is, <laughs> this is, this is a great day for Spoilercast because I finally get a stout on the show, which is by far of the gamut of things that aren't lager. Um, or Gusa, of course. Um, my favourite of the what could be considered ale things. Okay. Um, I love a stout. Well, let's let's dive in. Now, I I uh, was saving this because about three weeks ago, I ordered a thing from the Clanot Brewery. They were doing a deal, 960 crowns for 12 litre bottles of a variety of their different things. Some of them I still have. I still have their pumpkin ale I haven't had. I still have their APA that I haven't had. There is a, um, a bock that I haven't had, but I've been saving this one because I knew I wouldn't drink it myself. Um, were there tasting do you no- feel special? I do. <laughs> um, were there any any notes in the bo- on the on the bottle about um, what sort of the Citizen Irish Stout, right? So, uh, yes. If you want to fill some dead air, I can go and get the bottle. Oh, I mean, we could. Okay, well, let me tell you about. Um, I don't really know what. I'm assuming this is actually going to be edited oh. out. He's, he's sprinting, listener. Um, this is going to absolutely not make the final cut of his broil cast. Oh, so yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, going yeah, to. Yeah, oh, he's back. He's back. I'm back. Pro. Like an absolute dervish. There we go. Look like at a that. twat out of hell. There we go. So it. There you go. Just says Irish Stout on it. <laughs> it just says Irish Stout, yeah. That's, that's great radio. Um, 4.6%. Um, it's got Chmel and stuff and yeah caramel okay um it's got uh, it's got chocolate of his slad yeah and um it's two type of hops are called challenger and admiral which i am so, slightly, so, so, yeah. slightly wary about but. challenger and admiral yeah so one that's going to uh one that's going to fly the mission to mars and the other one that's going to offer you insurance, insurance. On the yeah exactly Good. yeah right. Let's <laughs> on d- that's yeah well, there we go. on the nose. 
Again, yeah, very yeah, chocolatey smelling. Molasses. Yeah, this the good shit. Yeah, okay, you go first. And then tell me what you tell me what you reckon. Not being a stout drinker, I can't really judge this, but That's a decent effort for a check stout. Is um, it? Yeah, um not entirely convinced on the finish, really good at front. A bitter sort of chocolate as well, which works really well for these sorts of stouts. I mean, you get like the sort of lighter sort of like milk stouts and oat stouts that are a bit sweeter, but this is this is good. It is a little bit milkshakey on the end. It's a little bit chocolate milkshakey on the end. Just a touch, you know, like sort of coffee, chocolatey, milkshakey. Mm. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Um, this is definitely one of the more bitter sort of stouts. Um, this is this is actually what probably in the UK you would you would sell as like a winter ale. I think I more of a stout. I was going to say more of a porter, but yeah, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah you would have this. Um, I, I mean, I'm not entirely unsure that I didn't have this exact um, this exact pint in the summer when we um, spent a couple of hours um, at the uh, beer festival. Yeah, I definitely had a stout there, and I think it was from Clenot. Um, Clenot, of course, who um, are a wonderful brewery from Raditz Kralova. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, really good, and uh, we've been and, to their pub. And uh, very much thank you for Bara, our Raditz Kralova expert, for putting me onto this deal as well. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Yeah, yeah the, the, the oracle of HK <laughs> yeah, exactly, Bara comes yeah. up trumps again. Not only can she do you that, but she can draw you maps of Hrudim and stuff like that as well. Yeah, uh -huh. mental. Perfect. So, yeah, very good stout. Yeah. Um, you have a preview for us. I do. Because we are going to be playing P -p -p Par de Bitsa yeah, once again. The Horse Boys again. Yeah, so, so shall full, we... full steam ahead. It seems it seems fitting to be drinking something Irish while talking about the horses. Absolutely. So uh, let's do that next. It's a preview. It's a preview of Pau de Bitsa. You may remember me from such games as 2... Uh, was it 2-1? 2-1 at their place. 2-1 at their place and 0-0 at ours. Yes. 1-1 at ours, actually, wasn't it? It was a penalty. I fucked this up. Well, we're playing them again, <laughs> and you'll be pleased to hear. Um, they have had a decent start to the season, better than they could yeah, maybe have dreamed good, of. Yeah. Eighth currently. Victories over Teplice, um, Slovan, Slovatsko, and Opava. So... A drew against Slavia as well. Basically beating everyone they need to beat. Which yeah. is why they're up there. Right, yeah. Right I, wrote, now. I wrote down having the start uh, of the season that we would have liked. Yeah. And this is kind of remarkable because no one came in. Like, really no one came in. I was looking through the signings. Um, those who did come in have mostly been farmed out already to the Bechka. Um, okay. So every, like, so every single player that started um, in the draw with Bohemka at the weekend... Uh, was with the club since at least summer 2019. Wow. Which is right. unreal statistic yeah. when you think about it. Because they've obviously had other things in mind. They're playing at the Dolly Check. They're not allowed to play um, in Pardubica because of the quality of their stadium. They are putting as much resources into getting that stadium mm -hmm. built as well, which finally does have approval, and good luck for that. Um, it's a town that deserves a good football stadium. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, however, I would like to absolutely horse them. So, you know... Um, <laughs> Like we've said before, um, and this is going to be very actually similar to what we were saying about them last season in the second tier, this team defends. 
They're a difficult team to break down. Yeah. Difficult team to beat. Yeah, keep in mind they've scored two more goals than Zborovka this season and are nine points better off. Yeah. So this is, we're talking minus one versus minus 13 on the grid. So light and day. Uh, they play a 4-1-4-1, which is cool, isn't it? Um, almost like a five at the back because Jan Jezrabek, um is that sort of defensive mm-hmm. midfielder at sort of the top of the triangle, let's <clears> say, <throat> who has been at the club since 2006. Bloody hell. As close to a one-club man as you can get, almost. Like, I mean, he was... I think he was at... Um, or something like that before. It's so that, unusual but. to see somebody at that level, particularly in this country, stick around at one club for so long. It's really yeah. quite, you know, remarkable work. Yeah, so we know... Um, we know about... You know, we know about the, how... You know, the defensive chops. We know about their meme players, like Ewerton, um, the Brazilian. <laughs> um, the one guy I would like to um, point in your direction is David Hoof. David Hoof. Yes, who um, often comes off the bench to replace David Cherney as centre-forward in that sort of 4-1-4-1. Um, he has scored in his last three games. So starting to get a bit of, yeah. a, bit of a deal. Bit of a roll. Um, Cherney went off injured at the weekend. I don't know how... Um, how serious that is, I didn't look to be honest. Sorry, it was um, David Cherney. Yeah, David Cherney. Yeah. Well, he'll be, he'll be, you know, he won't have been taken off injured. He'll, he'll have needed to get back to Prague to do some sculpting. Yes, I would <laughs> yeah. imagine. So, yes. yeah, <laughs> that's a that's yeah. a that's a, a Czech modern art joke for you there. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I am actually going to um, take the tram around um, beside the Dolly Czech on match day with a giant sculpture of a middle finger. So <laughs> that'll be quite good. Um, no, uh, but Hoof could easily start. Hoof is dangerous. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just like you saying Hoof is things. I mean, I just like the part of it to have a player called Hoof. To be honest, yeah. So, um, yeah. So we need need to really shoe him in, or something (laughs) like that. Um, This is going to be a real test of the team, um, but in the sense of we know this team, Mm -hmm. we know every single player, and if we have been doing the work that we should have been doing behind the scenes, this is a team that we can beat, and this is a team that we should be beating. so it's going to be a really fascinating encounter. Is it on the telly? It is on the telly, yeah. Okay, I will be seeing you in your living room to watch that on the telly. Yes. Um, but, I mean, it, it, it's you just don't know with games like this, particularly because we're playing away in Prague at a stadium that isn't theirs, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah, is that going to make it weird, or, or is it going to be more, more neutral? I mean, you know, We've as you of, said, people have, people have, you know, had trouble with them all season so far, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And I mean, beating being Slovatsko as well is probably a big highlight um, of that. Um, also, uh, and you know, they are they are sort of grinding out sort of things. Um, they um, they had like a one nil against Opava, for example, and that's all you really need against a team like that. So they are doing really well. Uh, I would just wonder um, how much of this is going to be us attacking and how much of this is going to be defending because if they don't score that many goals, despite what I just said about Hoof, and we actually had a proper counter-attack thing going, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's what we do away is, you know, invite them on and counter-attack. So, yeah, we'll see. I will be great because I don't see us beating Slovatsko, which we'll talk about (laughs) later on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to get a point, but like, I mean, three would be an early Christmas present from this one because that's, like yeah, it'd be lovely, and and we've got a very important and very tough run of games coming up. So if we can start this run of games with something, 
mm-hmm. would be fabulous. Like get a bit of momentum going yeah. again. Switched on for 90 minutes this time. Yes. Hot or not? Hot or not? <laughs> <laughs> Is it hot or not now now? Is it hot or not? Oh oh, is it hot or not? Oh oh, is it hot or not? Hot or not? Ba 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 ba, hot or not? Ba 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 ba, hot or not? Ba 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 ba, hot or not? Ba 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 ba. Once again, no. Um. <laughs> oh man, we're on a we're we're maybe on a run of um me not getting them. I was almost tempted to go shins, but I'm wrong. It's not, no. It's I was thinking you were going, ba, 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 you know, like that, like fighting in a sack, but no. No. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sandman, send me this. I mean, thing. you're obviously going to hear this at the end as well, so I'm I'm surprised you don't know that. Go on, actually. what is it? It's um, uh, Q, Are We Not Men? A, We Are Devo by Devo. I don't listen to Devo that much, man. Oh, well, I'm just like, well there you yeah, go. I don't mind it. I like that song they did for Dr. Detroit. I think I've talked about this before. Terrible film, good song. <laughs> that um, seems to be a lot of their um, career, actually. Although uh, Mark Mothersbaugh, who was the main... Uh, musical driving force behind them is now like one of the main like most respected Hollywood composers he does a lot of the sort of Marvel music and stuff so yeah so from from like you know sort of spiky Eno produced weird electronica Uh to well shite frankly but yeah anyway hot or not it is yeah so um yeah um, I've got one of each. I've got actually two hots and one not. All right. Well, give us a hot then and we'll, okay. we'll go that um, way. My hot is um, um, Diego Maradona continuing to infuriate English people from beyond the grave. <laughs> That's my hot for this uh, this time. Um, this, this was you a couple of weeks ago on Football 365, wasn't it? Well, yeah, the sad is death that? of uh, Diego Maradona, one of maybe the most gifted um, sort of forward players that we've, we've ever seen in the game. Um, and... The outpouring, which was fantastic, of he was great butts from um, blue Peter tic- Shilton, blue <laughs> terrible <laughs> blue tick sports people generally mm-hmm. and sports writers, and also you know people you know called you know sort of Romford lad eighty four and stuff like that on on social media has been absolutely fantastic, and particularly people losing their shit about Diego Maradona's goal. Mm-hmm who are not old enough to be alive at the time yep. it happened, which is fantastic. Like, I mean, I was born two years after this, you know? And yes, I might have sung the Diego Maradona song before. And it's funny because it's England. But also, I mean, it's like, it happened so fucking long ago. Come on. Yeah. Like, especially, like, I liked Shilton's thing as well. Like, Shilton's thing was like, if that goal didn't happen, we might have, you know, we probably wouldn't have conceded one of the greatest goals ever scored at the World Cup was really something to, to mm. see. Um, English people, and I don't include you in this, but sort of England football people, you know, sort of George's cross outside yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the windows when, when the team are playing sort of thing. 
are so touchy about absolutely everything, despite going over to Germany and singing about the World War and yeah. stuff like that, you know? But, you know, some guy fucking cheeky hand balls it into the net and, you know, this guy might have been on par with Hitler. Like, <laughs> unreal. And, you know, to, to use the phrase that I often use in this, you love to see it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely okay with you winding up those twats. Mm-hmm. That's 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 grand by me. Yeah, love it. And that three six five thing is fantastic. Um, there was that article in Football Three Six Five, and no one who posted on Football Three Six Five really liked it. And moderators had to delete thirty forty comments or whatever. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Oh, the best one. I know this is really probably boring for your listener, but the best one was apparently like they shouldn't have um, attacked Peter Shilton for his disgraceful article because he gives a lot to charity. <laughs> that. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's mm, okay. Right. So good. If I if I drop yeah. <laughs> if I drop fifty quid to children in need, does that mean I can keep slagging off Slavia for eternity now? I'll make it a fiver in your grand. Good. <laughs> uh, Give right. me a hot, David. Right, my hot is uh, the uh, goalkeeper for uh, Marine FC after they oh, uh, yes. after they after they won uh, to get through to the FA Cup third round. They were so surprised, and all the pubs were shut. There was some great footage on Twitter of just him coming back in full kit with boots on from the local offie <laughs> with two massive bags of cans. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely all over that. He got interviewed about it and it was like his birthday as well, yeah. I think, as well. So he's just like, you can't do this without a couple of tins. And it was like, Brilliant. The boy, man. Yeah. Um, it was Marine as well um, that have, um, they have the numbers on the side of their stand. Right? I think I it's Marine know. as well. They have numbers on the side of their stand, so if the ball goes over into someone's garden, they know what number to knock. That's brilliant. I think it's Marine that did that as well. So, so, that came so, out around that time. Makes so much sense. It's great. That's fantastic. That's it. That's yeah. my only Because yeah. yeah. he's in his studs as well, yeah, isn't yeah, he? Man? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Uh, and. Uh, very, do you want the very quick supplementary hot then? Go on. Which is just the FNL. Um, Fair enough. Incredibly. Um, competitive league this season I, I i say it now because it's just gone into its winter break and there is um he says looking at his notes five points separating the top five mm-hmm. which includes lishen being second and hrudim and prostyov up in the top five yeah it's all not the people we thought like like hranat's being top makes sense and yeah, yeah. as you said decent. yeah like like all of the big guns duklo way down yeah. a falling out you know du- absolutely free falling a 10 yeah really absolutely free fall disappointing for them but actually thinking about it in hindsight slightly understandable in the sense that um they had the fire sale at the end of the season yeah, so true, but, yeah. mm-hmm. so worth uh, if you don't pay attention to um the the second tier of Czech football it is really worth you know yeah. looking into he says, glad he's out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can give you a knot. Give me a knot. Uh, this is very recent. I don't know whether you uh, saw this. Uh, um, Petr Schwanzer are doing a racism. We have the same knot. We have the same knot. We have the same knot. Oh, so this will make this even briefer. Well, let's get on with this then. So, Petr Schwanzer, former Zvorovka legend, inverted commas. Mercedes. And, and, and general asshole mm-hmm. from the more I know him stroke learn about him mm-hmm. uh was on sunday night football show tiki taka on i hate the name of that show by the way yeah um so uh they were discussing the previously mentioned um abdallah sima of slavia um Who looks an incredible player yeah and was playing playing for mastaborsko yeah second or third division a couple of third third division a couple of years ago 
Um, mm. Playing third nine months ago. Yeah, he's. What is he? Is he Ivory? He's Senegalese. Senegalese. Okay. So um, yeah. Anyway, so and he's he's only young. He's nineteen. Like mm-hmm. so, um, he now plays for Slavia, and he is the kind of new apple of Slavia's eye, which is absolutely <laughs> fine. He's he's come in and absolutely like he's been a revelation. He's got a double in Europe. Already, yeah, you know, absolute crazy. revelation. Anyway, the subject was brought up with the possibility of um, Abdullah Sima playing for the Czech national team, to which Schwanzera said, it can never happen, absolutely never. Gabriel Selassie was already right on the edge of this. Yeah, Uzbil Nahrania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't know, Theodore Gabriel Selassie uh, was born in Trebich to yeah. an Ethiopian father and a Czech mother, has only ever lived in this country and only spoke Czech until he got his move to the Bundesliga. Grew up entirely in Visočina and had his youth time at Valaškem, yes, Rizici. Yeah. Fuck. Is more <laughs> Czech than either of us by a very long way. We're also not claiming to want to play for the yeah. Czech national team. But still, but still, like, I would wonder if we were very good and happened to get citizenship and wanted to play for the Czech national team, would there be this Farago? Mm. No, I'm going to say not. The annoying thing about this was that the um, the moderator, and I forget his name, who also tweeted to clarify his uh, remarks later on. Petr Svetsini. Um This was basically just like, this wasn't even a big debate point. This was just a throwaway, ah, but would you want to see him in the, you know, in the yeah. repre thing? Yeah, and and and, and actually, um, uh, Theodore Gabrielassi uh, responded. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, said, we have written exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is good. Um, I've heard a lot of jokes and I'm pretty thick-skinned about it from, you know, growing up, etc. Plus, I didn't want to take one phrase on Twitter out of context. But I look for myself and this is one of the weakest jokes, inverted commas, I have ever heard in my life. Excellent. Seems fair. Yeah. I mean, the annoying thing as well is that as much as I don't think it's really that much in taste to talk about it, um, like um, not having Abdallah Sima in the Czech national team because he has, aside from playing in the, um, you know, for a Czech team, no real links to the Czech Republic. I sort of understand that view. It is a sort of a, a sort of view that you sure, can hold. Yeah. But then, sort of like basically doubling down by then, basically just going in his head to go, who's black? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely. Like, it. like I said, like mm-hmm. you know, if if it were. You know, you or I, would it be a different thing? Would it be, you know, would it? To a guy that was a quarter finalist in that Czech squad in 2012. Yeah, f- uh, what has he got? 54 caps, yeah, I think. Something for the, like that. But, like, yeah, like, the only thing he could think of, as you said, was like, who's somebody who. He was black and he's right on the edge of being it. Like, it's just, it's really poor. It's just, um, it's, yeah. Um, um, Svetlany actually the uh, uh, presenter tweeted to his um, credit yeah um, our guest was incredibly dismissive and his comments were completely inappropriate we all know Theo is Czech mm-hmm. which is absolutely true so I yeah mean, it, it's kind of sad that this needs to be reiterated yeah and the um, especially in the, sort of the week that we um, that we've sort of had a la um, Millwall and, and, and stuff like that where um, 
the you know sort of booing taking the knee um which we all know though Gabriel Selassie Marxist 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 yeah. <laughs> so. but this was also like what happened when um Scotland did this in the Czech Republic in the um when we played the Euro qualifiers in um Olomouc mm. and it was all over Czech, Czech Twitter as well so this bloody disgrace this blah blah blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and it's just like like yeah. honestly if you want to point to the fucking race racism problems which we're told don't really exist in this country then just look at this yeah. you know although one of my favorite um um uh, responses to that was somebody tagging in transfer and going theo is more czech than you are <laughs> yeah i'm just surprised that peter schwanzer gets time on tiki taka anyway it must say something about the quality of that program <laughs> they couldn't get anyone else, man. Yeah, uh, here we go. Here we go. Start Burno's very own. Um... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there we go. That was hot or not? I think hot or not. Yeah. I just remember that we have one more preview, and then we will let you all get on with your days. Yeah. So our preview is Slovatsko. Great. Let's do that. Slovats, go! 2pm on a fucking Wednesday, mate. Mm. Yeah. I, I just can't go over that. I know that there's, um, you know, games to be played yes. and needed to be played, but sort of like, not even five and stick it on the telly? I mean, the excuse probably being it's only down the road, so... I mean, you right, don't right. really have, you know, you can get there and back, you know, they'll be back by six. Yeah. If we're, if we're going to play, uh, and we haven't mentioned this in the podcast, we've certainly mentioned it online. If we're going to play Dinamo Ceska Budivica and call it the Wedos Derby, right? And actually, this is actually the, A derby. the South Moravian Derby, then for fuck's sake, like, yeah. do it at a time where ugh, I'm going to be skiving at work anyway. So, Slovatsko. <laughs> <laughs> Um, six and having an absolutely cracking season. Yeah, they are um, so far. Parvitsislavia, their only losses. They have, however, um, played Opava, Pribram, and Teplitsa. Put five past Pribram. Um, so they've had a little bit of a softer run of it. Um, and they had a game. Actually, they've had a game postponed as well. Banik was postponed. All um, right. So. They do have Sparta coming up. So. Mm -hmm. You never know, but um, what is really interesting about them is that they score all across the park, um, which is really interesting looking into it because their favourite striker, um, who you might know, Jan Clement, so yes, former yeah, Brunsby Stuttgart, yeah. Yeah. Um, has only scored once on match day three, and that's been it. All the rest of the goals have been coming like basically spread across the mm -hmm. midfield, and um, a couple from defence. Um, bit of. Like a bit of transfer movement, yeah, I'd love some. Um, okay, so um, like the, the one of the big stories actually in in the summer was about uh, Matos Turmal, right? Mm. Who went to Victoria Guimaraes, I think it's how you pronounce it, Guimaraes, for yeah. one point two million euros. Ooh. So um, obviously they've you know got in a new keeper. Um, a couple of ones that I thought were really interesting was um, actually a loan from uh, Patrick Hellebrandt, who's on loan from Slavia. From Slavia, yeah. Um, He's an attack. King midfielder. Yes, yes, he is. Um, he looks like he's. Going he's to, only young though, isn't he? Nineteen, like 19 or so. Yeah. He's going to. I think that he's going to be quite a heavy assist producing midfielder mm -hmm. for them. Um, he's got a couple already. Um, one proper uh, actually signing they got was uh, Regino Cecilia. Who are probably getting that name butchered. 
Oh, I'm 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 down on my knees for that. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um. So yeah, Cecilia back. Um. Adds uh, adds attacking options. Um. So he's Kurosawan. Good. And he comes from FC Eindhoven. Love but, to see a Kurosawan. Yes, but also, um, from FC Eindhoven, which is I think where Coventry signed our Kurosawan from. Weirdly, yeah. Um, yeah. Jovain Castanier. Before that, a couple of seasons before that, he had a season-long spell at Port Vale. <laughs> <laughs> Eclectic. So hoping for the heavy, you're a heavy pottery's accent. <laughs> yeah. Whatever for the yeah for the interview. Um, but the, like generally, they just look like a very competent team. A team that's kind of tough to break down. A team that's been getting good results. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, um, if you're looking over the last couple of years, us not being in the league, um, you know, accepted. I don't believe our record against Slovakia. It's that not good. good. It's not good. No. Um, we generally found it quite difficult to go to their place because their fans actually take this derby quite seriously, as do ours, actually. Mm. Um, you got a T-shirt with uh, someone pissing on the Slovasco badge, I yes, believe. Yes, right. I've been to their place three or four times, and it's yeah. gem- like it's it can be pretty hostile. Like they, like yeah, like I said, they and us take this a lot, like very seriously. I think, like. Like even those leaners closer, I think we take it more seriously than that, and I think they take this quite seriously because they, like, as a, as one of those teams that kind of doesn't have an identity in a way, they see like knackering, you know, what is historically a much bigger team as quite a big deal, because they were made from a merger of two yeah. clubs. It was. Um, what used to be Uheske Hradistje and then FC, I can't remember yeah, the name. Like a bath or myth or myth something. Um, yeah, but and, yeah, well, they, they're not really a thing. The so. whole Slovatsko thing was trying to actually get a regional identity, wasn't yeah. it? Um, like, yeah, you're right about that. Like, it is something that is taken quite seriously. I mean, I consider it a derby and I consider it more of an important derby if you can call Zlina derby, which I don't think you can. But I would say it's more uh, important than that. Um, it's bigger than Zlina, definitely. Actually, yeah. underscored by, do you remember the time that we went um, to the, this was this was me, this was the, the infamous me missing two goals game because I went <laughs> down for pints each time that they, they, they seemed to score. Um, but the guy, we were walking down the road to the stadium and the guy started abusing us from the other side of the road. And we tried to defuse the situation by saying, you know, like in Czech, you know, hope it's a good game or something like that. Mm. And then heard her speaking English and came up and shook my hand. Yes, that's my right. My friend, yes. where are you from? Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. So one of those ones. Bizarre. And also we were having lunch um, in like a pub and then outside the window we saw like the police aggressively nicking two of our supporters. Yeah, they were asking for it though, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. It was a good lunch, if I remember correctly. Lovely lunch. I had uh, a cottage pie. Ah, yeah. How can you remember your dinner from four years ago? really good cottage pie, man. That'll do it. It's, uh, a, it's a very strong sense memory. <laughs> yeah, for it's sure. A bloody lovely cottage pie. Because yeah. I've never had a good one. A, I've never been offered one. Yeah. So when I was offered one on the menu, I thought, I'll have a crack at that. Mm-hmm. Bloody lovely. Mm. Yeah. Had Sean and Adrian with us as well. Exactly, so it was a, yeah. a good crew there. Um I'm not expecting much from this game, David. I don't know what you would say. Not really. Again, you know, because we're at home and it's been difficult at home. Again, a draw, I would happily, I would happily take a draw. If we can, like, if we can beat part, uh, part of it and get a draw from this, that is absolutely, I will, ab- I, I will be over the moon with that. That's perfect. I mean, I can 
realistically see us taking one point, which would be not great. So we'll have to see, but then hopefully we'll come back with you with some, some more bright news next time that uh, we're on the airwaves. Hopefully, yes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yes. So um, that's your lot for this time. Um, stick around for uh, the next episode, which will be a special. It's really good, promise you. It is. It's very good. So stick around for that. And uh, we will leave you with a bit of Brian Eno-produced um, early 80s electronic madness. Uh, follow us on all the social medias, Facebook and the Twitter. Tell your friends. Get them involved. Yes. Part of the family. It's Rothcast family. And when we inevitably need to get you to financially support us on Patreon because the whole of the economy is still absolutely fucked, we'll think about you. Yeah. £5 a month. <laughs> Easy. Anyway, um, that's us. Thanks for listening then. Best wishes. Love you. Bye.